Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where influential guests and I break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is, is age but a number? Let's find out. Hello, Kind of Daters. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kind of Dating. Hi, Aish. Hi. It's been, a, I feel like it's been a while, but it hasn't, but it has because right. I've been traveling. <laughs> it has in like podcast world. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, it's true, right? Because it's like a <laughs> weekly thing. And then right. when I haven't seen you in like two, three weeks, I'm like, whoa, it's been right. It's like a thousand episodes. <laughs> uh, but I did see you on Friday because yeah. guys, you know, the timeline of when we record this is all up in the air. So uh, when we've recorded this episode, we just did, um, uh, I'm part of the South Asian Writers Committee and we hosted uh, the South Asians in Solidarity WGA Picket on Friday. Um, and Aisha came and Adam came, which like meant so much to me. It was so cute. I loved it. Um it was nice seeing you. Did you have a okay time at a protest? I had a great look. I love a protest. <laughs> and it was awesome. There was music. There was good food. Everybody was like, you know, in good spirits, um, dancing. It was great. Listen, it was it. an interesting time, right? It yeah. Was a good time. Totally. Um, but it was great seeing you. Uh, how's life been otherwise? Oh, it's been all over the place. There's so much happening. So much going on. <laughs> I, know, I know we're all on strike. We're all yeah. just sitting around, sitting around uh, waiting. I know <laughs> it's a nutty time. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was home in Toronto for a couple of weeks, which was nice and rough. Um, I realized like as much as I love being home, I was like, okay, yeah, I, mm. I know why I left. <laughs> mm. um, sure. My mom also wasn't well, but She's hanging in there now, stable, you know, doing a thing. Um, I did a lot of stand-up shows, which was great, but very exhausting. I think I did like seven or eight yeah. four days. I was like, oh my God. And they're all like nighttime shows? They were all nighttime. One was three in a night. Who? <laughs> yeah, I opened for Zarna Garg and uh, that was like 400 people. So I did like a 400 person show and then I went to a show with like 35 people sold out. And then I went to a show with like 100 people. I was like, what? It's like all over the map. All over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was like, yeah, all this like, uh, if I, f- my energy is weird. I don't know if you get like this, but you know, when you're excited about something, you're like up and then you just crash. Yeah. Like a couple weeks of. Like up and down, up and down. Totally. It's like a lot of adrenaline and dopamine shooting up and then going down. Yes. (laughs) The one that goes down, is that the dopamine? I think it's the dopamine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling a lot of that right now. (laughs) Well, guys, we so appreciate you uh, listening. We have a really fun episode for you today. Uh, If you like this episode, remember to screenshot it and tell us what you thought of it and tag us on uh, social media, especially Instagram. Um, Aisha's killing it in that right now. So uh, tag us in that. Um, Remember to tell your friends about the podcast. You know, word of mouth always helps us and subscribe wherever you get it. And also, if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating or review wherever you get this app um, or wherever you get this podcast. Um, And follow us. We're on social media. We're at Kinda Dating on Instagram and TikTok. I am at Aisha Says Dance across all Instagram, all social media. All the social. All of it. (laughs) Um, I'm at Natasha Chandale on Instagram and uh, Facebook and Natasha.Chandale on TikTok. All right, friends. We have a really, really great episode. He's been patiently waiting. So kind of him. Um, I'm so excited because... You definitely know him uh, and you have seen his work and he's so great and we're excited to get his opinions on this. So he's an actor, a writer, a producer, a teacher. Good Lord, how does he have time? Um, You have seen him in everything from How to Get Away with Murder to The Shy. He is the director of acting at Lena Waithe's Hillman Grad Productions and a senior instructor at The Last Acting Studio. Geez. Um, Guys, put a podcast... Uh, your podcast hands together for Beza Dabu. Hey, hey, hi, hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I was so excited to have you. Thanks for doing this. That's a great intro. You did a really good job. 
It's what you know. It's what we try to do here. We're just uh, we're your hype girls right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Um, we met at a really cool show at the South Asian as fuck or South Asian AF. Um, we can say the whole thing here, Beza. Okay, good. Hot on the show. Good. Um, but the South Asian AF show, uh, like a preview show, right? That's where I met you. Correct. Um, and it was, uh, but but we had we we had connected on social media before. Yeah, and. We actually, I don't know if you know this. I actually don't know if you know this, but one time we had connected at social media because I thought you were a different person. Had I told you this? No. That's funny. <laughs> so the okay. only reason you're on this podcast is because whoever you thought I was. I love it. No, I, did a, I did a read years ago with a Natasha, a South Asian event read with a Natasha who is also a comedian. And so when I saw you at the thing, I was like, Oh, like dope. <laughs> connect, and I went into our and then I went into our Instagram and we already had like a couple haze. And I was like, this girl must have thought I was a creep, like sliding in, but I legit thought we had met. <laughs> I thought we had met at at like at this like read. Then I realized it was different Natasha. I felt really, really dumb. I want to know who this other Natasha is because I'm a cut a bitch. No, I haven't seen her since. So she's she's gone. She's out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's really cool. I didn't know that there was another Natasha Saudi South Asian Natasha comedian. But um, I tell people Natasha is a very common South Asian name. People don't believe me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Sure. I mean, in India, there are, there are a lot of Natashas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here, everybody's like, wow, is that your real name? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of Natashas in my culture yeah. as well. Yeah, what what is your culture, Bezad? So I'm Zoroastrian, which uh, also known as Parsi. Parsi, um, and there's a lot of those where you grew up. I think you grew up in Mississauga. Yes. Uh, in fact, uh, do you know Renuma uh, Pantaki? Yeah. So we've met because so many people have put us in touch. Like we've met like on Instagram because we will put us in touch, and we keep saying we'll have a coffee, but. Um, she she recently was on set with one of my really close friends and was like, oh my God, I met one of your people. But it's funny, the there's actually a Zoroastrian temple in Mississauga. I think it's the largest in um, North America. And my dad, I grew up in upstate New York. My dad actually helped like, I don't know, design it. He's an architect. So I think he helped like design some fixtures for it or something. No, I, I love Parsi people. Um, I have lots of Parsi friends from being in Toronto, Mississauga, and Renuma is like a big sister. Aisha, I don't know if you remember, Renuma was also on the podcast a long time ago. Oh, wow. And, um, and she's an actor, but she, yeah, she's like a big sister. Her dad is a big uh, Zoroastrian priest. So her dad is who's one like of... A, who's like another dad to me. Wow. So I've been to their house before I even knew who Renuma was or that she was same an actor. With Ren- same with me. I knew her parents before I met Renuma. Yes, because my parents were like, we got to go. The, the You know, Mississauga has like the, I think it's like the fourth largest terrestrial population in the world. It's like Bombay, London, New York, Mississauga. Um, and and um, we, we went up there. I remember we even stayed at the Pantaki's house one night. And then... You know, 20 years later, people are like, do you know this woman, Renuma? I'm like, I don't think so. And then my mom's like, yes, yes, <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So we're going to get coffee at some point. So, uh, yeah, I always tell people a funny story that I used to dance for Shah McDavar, who's also a famous Parsi. And uh, I was with his company for 10 years. And I used to teach um, Renuma's parents, who at the time were like 76. And I was like 16 and I was their teacher. Um, and, but they were always like, you remind us of our youngest daughter. And they like took me in and uh, Jal uncle was the greatest. He's, he's the greatest guy. Um, and so both of them were always like, Chotu, our Chotu. And, uh, and then they were like, you need to meet Renuma, our, our eldest daughter, who's a actor. And uh, I was like, yeah, okay. And then I ended up dancing at Renuma's wedding. Wow. <laughs> and then we became friends. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like a big sister. I love her. Um, what a small world. There's a lot of Natashas in the Zoroastrian community. <sighs> there are actually. Um, so Bezad, uh, you know, we got right into like how we know each other, but we missed the, the most important question. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you single or in a relationship? I am in a relationship, a committed relationship. Nice. How long? 
Um, we started dating in December 2020. Oh, wow. So pandemic love. Yeah. And we met in an amazing way. I'm really wow. the way we met. So do you remember in the middle of the pandemic? So let's let's go back. This is the 2020 <laughs> pandemic, right? And this is the that's the it's the part of the pandemic where it's been going on for about six months. And there's no no one's talking about uh uh what's it called? Um a vaccine yet. There was like no vaccine on site. This was still like in your house, wipe down groceries, don't see anybody, three masks if you go to a Black Lives Matter protest type thing, right? Like all that. Um and the app Clubhouse got popular. So I was on Clubhouse. And for those of you who don't know, Clubhouse is like an audio chat room app. It's like there's a bunch of like chat rooms that you can get into people from all over the world. But instead of like chatting, it's like audio. But you don't have there was no DM feature. So you can't DM anybody. And the only way you could see somebody beyond their thumbnail on Clubhouse was if they had attached their social media. And of course, my current girlfriend who I met on Clubhouse did not attach her social media. <laughs> so anyway, we're in a, I do a lot of talks about diversity. I do a lot of podcasts about inclusion. I do a lot of that type of like representation work, especially for actors in the industry. It's something I, I do a lot. And so there was this room called uh, like Habibi Cafe and the topic was like diversity in tech. And so I was like, well, I talk diversity a lot. I just kind of went in there. Um, my, the person is in tech. She works at Google. So you she, scored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she, so exactly. So she's in, she's in this chat and there's like 25 people in this chat. And I'm like, you know, I really only want to talk to this person. I don't know why it was like her voice. I really want to talk to this person, but it's clubhouse. She could have been in Germany with like four kids. I don't know. So it's Clubhouse. So we're having this great conversation. I'm ignoring everybody else. I'm just talking to her. Um, and then she goes, all right, well, it was really good talking to everybody and I'm gonna get going. And then, and I was like, and wait a fucking hint. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. If she leaves on Clubhouse, there's no way to find her. There's no way to DM her. I don't have her social media. And I was Googling her name, but it wasn't popping up, I find out later her name is hyphenated and she only had the first half up. That's why I couldn't find it. But I was like, hey, um, do you think we can chat again? And everybody kind of went silent. And I am so thankful for the one black woman in the room who went, ooh. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I needed that. I needed that because I wanted to be like, yeah, that is what it is. Like, right. yes, it is that. Um, and she was like, yeah. So I, I slid into the DMs the next day. We talked for one month before we met because it was a pandemic. Yeah. We talked like every day. We would do this thing where we would get on the phone and like chat for six or seven hours, which really just felt like millennial shit because that's what we used to do when we were kids, like before we had texting, you know? So we would text, we would chat, we would like read books and talk about them. We would, we would like talk about movies and TV shows and like watch each other's stuff and talk about it. And it was a pandemic. Um, and then our first date was like a walk around the beach. And then our second date was like a little food tour. We finally got into the car with each other. We went to a drive-in and we did like all the pandemic things. And now we live together. We're currently oh. moving to a new place together and we are engaged. Oh, congrats. Look at that. Yeah. Pandemic love. We got, we got engaged October 26th in Italy. Really- oh my gosh. Amazing. I, I love it. That What a great story. That is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and you got lucky because, yeah, because it was Clubhouse, but like she happened to be in LA. It was insane. She was like, I'm in LA. I was like, oh God, that's good. She had, <laughs> she had just moved to LA. Like, like when I, when I deemed her, she was still putting together furniture. Like she just moved to LA and she was like, I moved to LA. I'm going to be single. I'm going to be on my, you know, uh, right. <laughs> she also said like no actors. I'm not <laughs> LA. Cause like she's from, the, she's from the Bay and, or she was in the Bay before and her friends were like, are you going to go to LA and like date an actor? And she was like, no, I'm not going to date an actor in LA. Ew. And you know, you know, you, you put it out into the universe <laughs> and you don't realize like, I remember hearing this in like the secret. It's like it, you, if you, whatever you put out, the word, the universe doesn't actually hear the no part. It just hears the, whatever the thing is. So if you say, um, 
you know, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. It doesn't hear the don't. It just hears late. Late. <laughs> and and you always end up being late. But if you're like, I'm going to be on time, I'm going to be on time. Yes. So it's different. So she didn't even realize she manifested you. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Amazing. I love that. What a great story. I think Aisha, you and I both also did pandemic. We had pandemic peeps. Yeah. Mine was like a little later pandemic, but it wasn't as deep. But because we were like out at that, like we literally met at a pool party. Um, but it was still technically like this was pre, no, post vaccine at this point. Hold on. Was it was it a masked pool party? That no. sounds very funny to me. Not at no, all. Like TV <laughs> and like one over your mouth. Aisha, I kind of vaguely remember yours was. You remember, Beza, there was that tiny period that uh, they took off masks and everybody was able to go out and it was like a month or something and everybody was so excited. Uh-huh. That was it, right, Aisha? <laughs> yeah, it was like August, August 21, uh-huh. I think. Was it 21? Yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah. They, made, yeah. They, they were making up mask rules as they went. They were like, <laughs> it's got to be cloth. It's got to be this kind. No, it's got to be double. Oh. Got to do masks. Masks right. don't work. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> so I will say though, I was telling everybody in February 2020 that I was like, um, I don't think these people get it yet. I said it's airborne. You should be wearing masks everywhere. And I was telling everybody to be wearing masks outside. I was like, in wear masks February, February 2020. You can ask anybody. My one of my best friends is like, dude, you said it. I was like, I don't think this is going by like respiratory droplets. I was like, I think it's airborne, and. Nobody believed me. I was like, how is it getting on a plane in the the whole world from respiratory droplets? I was like, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) And then, uh, and then like two and a half years later, they're like, it's airborne. I was like, it was the, it was the Canadian in you who like understood. (laughs) It was the, it was the the Indian in me that uh, is naturally good at science. That was was like the exact opposite. I was in a group chat with all my friends being like, this is fucking nothing. This is a call. And everyone is freaking out over nothing. And then March 15th, when Tom Hanks got it, and then the and then the NBA shut down. That, that was the one for me. <laughs> so I, the NBA shut down. And I'm a very, very stubborn guy. But when I went into group chat and I was like, y'all, I was wrong. This is real. <laughs> this is real. The NBA shut down. Because that's 30 billionaires. Yeah. That are like, we are going to on purpose, lose hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. And I was like, well, that must be real. That's got <laughs> And you know what was crazy? We were March 10th, I remember it. We were at a LA Kings game with Fluffy um, and a whole bunch of the writers from Mr. Iglesias. Um, we went there and it's like crazy to think about that in hindsight, that we were at the last sports game before everything shut down and wow. we were maskless with everybody just doing the thing. And I'm like, so lucky none of us got, you know, uh, more ill. Um, but yeah, I met my boyfriend three weeks before the lockdowns. Um, and then, and we moved in together end of 21. So Look at um, that. kind of, yeah, crazy, crazy story. Um, my, my beautiful fiance is so great that she actually just brought me this coffee for this. Oh, oh the best. Yeah. We love that. The best. <laughs> um, so that was great. You gave like, okay, so you gave that intro story and like, you know, we're, we are still talking about like the age aspect of it because this actually recently came up. Uh, a friend texted me and I was like, oh, I, actually, we should talk about this. Um, where he was saying, you know, I was having a conversation with friends and trying to figure out what is the appropriate age mm. difference, you know, to date. Um, so I'm curious, did you ever kind of date anybody in your in your years that was either considerably older or younger? You know, were you a sugar daddy? Did you have a sugar <laughs> baby? Were you into cougars? Was it a puma? What's the what's the vibe? <laughs> uh, what's the puma? I might not know what a puma. Like what's the puma like cougs, a little older? Cougs is like the the like forties and yeah. like you know like the cougars, and then the pumas are like the in betweens. Like I would say maybe the thirties. Yeah, um, I did. I did all that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the ages. I was Up never. A, I was never a sugar daddy. No, um, but I, I did. I think I've almost exclusively dated older. Now that might only mean a year or two, but um, dated older. For me, the age thing. I remember like being in my early twenties and dating older women and giving them this line of like, of being like, 
well, what does it matter? Like, I'm 22 and I'm more mature than that 28 year old you dating. I'm 22. <laughs> like, and it always cracks me up because every guy says the same stuff. Like, right. I, I, I literally have bits in my stand up about this, and like, guys always are like, oh, I don't say it, but like, they know. And every girl's laughing because they know they've heard it from every dude. Like, yeah, I have heard all those things. Yeah, but I have a question for you. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, yeah, I definitely said that line. And it's embarrassing, whatever, cringe. I used to say that line all the time. Yeah, I'm 22, but I got to be more mature than that 29-year-old you dating, whatever, whatever, whatever. I've definitely said things like that. But I'm like, aren't there immature 29-year-olds that I was more mature than? Oh, 100%. That's what we're definitely going to be talking about. Like, <laughs> I was I was 24 when I was like, okay, admittedly, I always tended to date older, especially when I was younger. But, and this was legal, um, <laughs> I was like, wait, calculate, calculate. Um, I was 16 and I had a, tw- a 21 year old boyfriend, but like we didn't, have sex. we didn't have sex. So like, yeah, we, it was fine. I didn't know it wasn't, a, it wasn't legal at the time. So we didn't do anything. So that was fine. Maybe in Canada. I think, uh, I think the age is 16 there. I don't know. Um, but I was 16. He was 21. Damn. And then when I was. 20, I had a 27-year-old boyfriend. And then when I was 24, I was with a 34-year-old. And, like, it was crazy because, like, yeah, especially the 34-year-old that was, like, you know, a guy who had his master's. He was established. He was whatever. Such a dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> like as to dumb is, as anybody 21 else. 21 to 16 is rough. Hmm? 21 to 16 is a rough one. <laughs> Still that thinking one, about it. That one's rough because that one's, like, why aren't you hanging out with 21 year olds? Why you got to hang out with 16 year olds? Yeah. Well, and, and it's true. We were, um, we were, we both worked at Pizza Hut together. That's oh. <laughs> it was our first play. Our, that sounds uh, like an Annie Baker play. For my theater friends out there, that it sounds like an Annie Baker play. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were, we, we were cooks at Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh, I'm going to steal job. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done the whole, and then, when I was uh, older, I dated somebody six years younger than me because we got set up by people and I didn't like want to. But so like I get the whole up and down. Aish, did you ever go up or down? Like, honestly, no, it just so happened that everybody was like around my age or like a year older, but just a year. Like I never went like extreme either way. I always said that I didn't want to ever date younger. I was always like, I want older. But like it was always like my age or a year. And why do you think that is? Why do you think women have much more of a mental concept of like, uh, it's a question for both of you guys, like women prefer to not date people younger. Why do you guys think that is? Um, I think if we're, uh, and if we're specific talking about heterosexual women, I think there's a thing with men, kind of what we're talking about, not necessarily being as mature and like, you know, men being a few ages, uh, age, mental ages behind <laughs> women are. So that's why a lot of women tend to date um, older because it aligns mentally. I will say, though, I do have a lot of girlfriends who date younger and like prefer younger. Um, and I think that just comes down to like an energy thing, like actual, like physical energy. <laughs> here's, what I, here's what I think. I think that. I think that when I was younger and I was dating older women, there was a sense for both of us because I was younger dating older that this wasn't going anywhere long term. This was not going to be the life partner. And so it actually saves a lot of drama. There was no drama because it was like, I'm here for a short, fun time. <laughs> and, and you know that because I'm 10 years younger than you. And, like, and so we both just know what it is. And so it was like fun. And then for me, the pro of that is like, I wasn't looking for anything long-term. I wasn't looking to settle down. I was in my twenties. I was in Chicago. I was ready to do whatever I wanted. So for me, it was like, oh, this is fun. Like I get somebody who is no nonsense, no drama and already knows what it is because this woman is established and has a career and is doing whatever she's doing. And she knows that I'm here for fun. And I know that she knows that about me. And so like, it was almost like everything is just very clear. And this is the age before it was cool to make everything really clear. And (laughs) I've been talking about that with dating with like some of my, you know, like any friends that I have that are, that are sort of millennials. It's like, we talk about this, it's like, 
nowadays, it's like really cool for the kids to be like, well, this yeah. is how I'm feeling and this is how you made me feel and right. this is what I need and this is what hurt my... We didn't do that. We had to like understand everything from a tone on a phone. You know what I mean? Like we didn't, we didn't have yeah. that level of understanding of like open and honest communication. So there was, there was that. But then the other thing about like the, the now, when I got to a point in my life, when I got older, when I started getting grays and I got to a point in my life where I was like, actually now I might be over the, the like date around and might be looking forward to the, to the like date for real sake, like date for life partner sake. When I got into that part of my life, for me, age didn't matter as much, as much as how the age felt. Like I definitely dated a girl who was like only seven years younger than me, but, and I was in my mid thirties and it felt like I felt like her daddy. Like I felt like she would, like, I felt like she would ask questions that I was like, and I would go, you don't know that? Like, what? Can you write that email for me? Like, no, like, (laughs) you know, like it, I felt like it, like, and that turned me off. And what was great about this relationship is like, I never think about our age, but I do think about how our ages, like how we feel, like how our ages feel. And then we feel the same to me. Do you mind if I ask, are, is your age difference a lot? Is it less it's than not, this one? It's, it's not a lot. Uh, it's a few years and she's a few years older. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what to me, like, I never think about that. Like to me, yeah, like yeah. It, it feels um, it feels like we're at the same point in life and it feels like we've done things. But what I love about her is like at this age, she knows like who she is. She knows what she wants and she knows what she doesn't want. And so the fact that I chose her and she chose me makes me feel safe. And the like, she's not in some like phase. That's what she wants. You know what I mean? I mean, you firstly hit on so many things that I want to talk about, but like, you know, it's, we're definitely the next episode you're, you're on is about that timing in life, right? And so you talked about like how when when that shift happened for you, you became more open to different things and closed to other things, right? But also, I'm actually very curious because you said something that isn't the normal experience where you dated somebody older, but both of you knew that you didn't want something and uh, and the other person accepted it, and so it could just be fun, right? That's that's how it. I, you would assume it would be. Yeah. Don't you think like a lot of guys tend to not date older because they're like, oh, this person's going to want to settle down. They're not going to want to fuck around right now. They want kids. I think kids tends to become a big thing. Um, Do you, do you find that with at least like your other guy friends, if it wasn't your, yeah, you know, you know what? You're right. You are right. But I was, I always approached dating my whole twenties when I was dating a lot. I always approached dating of like, I'm just going to tell you what it is so that no one's going to be mad at me. I, I kind of, and that's kind of a douchey thing to do in hindsight, but I was, cause, but I was kind of like, I actually think it's the right thing to do. I would always be like, this is what it is. This is what it is. But, but, but my thing was like, if I told you what it is, then you can't get mad at me because I told you what it is. But the problem is that's still, it still got us into some situations where it's like, why are you treating me like this? Well, I told you what it is. And it's like, this because you told me doesn't mean, you know what I mean? Anyway, but um, I mean, honestly, I, mean, I kind of, yeah, yeah, I think it's fair. No, I, I've done that when I used to tell people, when I was in a phase where like, I didn't want to be in a relationship, I used to tell guys that. And then they'd come back and be like, well, I want this. I'm like, mm, I don't, I'm not going to feel bad. I didn't lie to you at all through any part of this. And like, I, I'm sorry you caught feelings, but like, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I um I I think when I was in my 20s and dating older women, it was it was either like it, I think they were just like ridiculous life partnerships if they were to have happened. It was like they weren't on the table. Like it just wasn't it just wasn't on the table. Like the only thing that was on the table was like fun. These a, a lot of these women were like, you know, divorced previously or or sort of just like, you know, in a different industry and wanted to know what it was like to be like, I don't know. I think we just sort of like met on some fun things. Like I remember I was an actor in Chicago and I, I, one woman I dated, I met after a play. She wasn't in the industry much older. And like, I was like, 
taking the train to the burbs to her house. And I remember being like, a house? Like, <laughs> like I, I remember like the thought of going back to like my friends in our tiny apartments in Chicago being like, there's a house, like a right. house. Like I didn't know anybody that had a house. You know what I mean? And so it was just like, it, it definitely felt like this is not going anywhere and we both know it. Oh man, uh, I actually, I just, yeah, I really appreciate that you were honest about it because yeah, I do find that when I talk to a lot of my guy friends um, and, you know, just generally growing up also, like guys tended to be much more nervous about dating people older for that reason. And I mean, we have friends, we have a friend right now who who is in a relationship with somebody almost 20 years younger than him. Um Almost, uh, I think about 15 to 18, something like that. But he's always only dated, he's in his 40s, he only dates like 25-year-olds. So I personally have my thoughts on this, but like, I'm curious what you think of like, especially when it comes to male-female relationships. Naisha, also what you, what you think, when it comes to male and female relationships, why do we think guys prefer dating women who are younger than them and sometimes considerably younger than them. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, man. Yes. Break it down. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. So like, <laughs> I can speak for me and the conversations I have. I'm a very, very, very communicative person, communicative person, both with women and men. So like even my guy friends, I'm the guy who's like, well, how does that make you feel? You know what I mean? Like, I'm the guy who's like, well, why are you doing, you know what I mean? I'm, it's part of me being like an actor and an acting teacher. I'm always looking for motivations and objectives behind things. And I, I, I do bring that into my life. So I know a lot about how my guy friends think. And I have guy friends from all over the spectrum of gender and, uh, or sorry, of, of, of sexual orientation and, and age and race and all of that. And a lot of us, we really start to feel our mortality at various ages and it happens to us quick. Like, like when you are 25, right? And you play a high school basketball player, you get your ass beat. These guys, they, these guys are just like, they're, they're, they are running faster and jumping higher. And that's like a seven year difference. You turn 30, all of a sudden it's like the back and the knees and the thing. And now you got to stretch for 30 minutes. You didn't have to stretch before. And now, oh, then now you've torn now. You get to the basketball court and you've torn a quad and you have a a, a, a rusty rotator cuff and you you have a, a toe injury that's nagging and and that, now you got other things. We feel our age and it so much of our masculinity is tied to. I know this is hard for some women to hear, but like, can I beat that guy up or not? Not because you want to fight, but if some I walk into every room and I think if something goes down. Who's going to whoop my ass and whose ass can I whoop? If something goes down, like who can I talk to a certain way? And who can I not? This is how a lot of men think. This is how we're raised. And so we feel old. Now I walk into rooms and I'm like, there are less and less people that I can take care of myself with. I'm getting all these younger dudes can do whatever, right? So younger women can make a man feel like they were when they were that age. Because they, they want to do the same things you do when you were 22. And now you have an excuse to do them. And they want to, they want to, they want to like feel that age. It makes them feel that age. It's like they're stuck that age. So when I see a 45-year-old who dates a 23-year-old and dates a 23-year-old and dates a 23-year-old, I'm like, that dude misses himself at 23. He misses who he was at 23. And he is trying to deny his age. He needs to get comfortable with himself at 20 at 45 so he can date a 45-year-old and feel comfortable with it. But he hasn't felt that way yet. He's trying to deny his age. Preach. <laughs> I mean, that's a really, right? That's like a really interesting um, and honest perspective about it because, you know, I think oftentimes the misogynistic view, which could be completely true, but I always try to remind guys that it's the same for women. Um, that, you know, guys tend to use the excuse like, oh, I mean, they've got hotter bodies and they're younger and blah, blah, blah. And we're always like, and, you know, society makes everybody think like men when they get older are like fine wine. And you're like, bitch, you have not seen a hot 22 year old then in a long, like a hot 22 year old dude in a long time. Because um, 
I love me. You know, my my man is nine years older than me. I love him. But listen, (laughs) let's keep it real, you know, but the same way. If you see a 22 year old hot girl like I get it, like I'm not denying that either. So like that works both ways. But like I appreciate the honesty that hey, maybe this is something deeper about like your mortality and and wanting to feel younger and really using that as an excuse. I also, I'm curious what you guys think, have a little bit of a hot take, but I I feel like guys prefer to date women younger than them because they can mold someone. Because Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Cause- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's absolutely, they want, okay. <laughs> men, men want to be respected and they want to be told that they're smart. And sometimes what happens is, is like the woman their age has been through it all, seen it all, traveled the world, done this thing, done that. And a guy can be like, oh, dude, did you know this thing about London? Blah, blah, blah. And the girl's like, yeah, I yeah. want it. Yeah. <laughs> but like a 22 year old, it's like, oh my God, really? And then you're like, yeah. And it's like, I educated. I told her, I, I gave her some info. I told her what's new. Yes, that is all absolutely true. Like we, we want to feel a certain way. And sometimes if we don't, this is what's awesome about my current relationship though. And it's the first relationship I've actually felt this way about anybody with. It's my first time being engaged. But like, I genuinely feel like if I want, I want that feeling. I definitely, I love the feeling when I can tell her something and she's like, oh, I didn't know that, you know? And I'm like, oh, cool. I got, I got to like, men love that. I love doing that. But for me, it's like, all right, well, she's smart as shit. I got to keep learning shit. I got to keep learning shit so that I can keep, you know, feeling that feeling. I got to keep trying new experiences and doing new things and being on top of my shit. And I think a lot of men want to tell the same damn story and get laughed at the same damn joke. And what happens is, oh, well, the girl I dated for 10 years, she already knows all my stories. And she already knows that I'm full of shit. And she already knows everything that I know. And so now I need a 23-year-old who I can tell the stories to again, who's going to think I'm so cool and get that validation. Oh my God. It's completely true. And, and that idea that, you know, um, oftentimes men tend to not be ready and, and have tend to have commitment issues and don't want to settle down. So I'm always telling them, I'm like, yeah, the easiest choice is to date somebody who's 22, 23, who you have a lot of time with, but here's the catch, right? The catch that men forget is like, at some point, she is also going to do the natural thing, which is, well, now I want more. And then what happens is that relationship tends to fall apart. And, and you know, then you've turned that girl who is this 22-year-old sweet, innocent thing who like believed in life and was like, wow, laugh. Oh my God, tell me about that fun fact about Italy is suddenly like, fuck guys. And you've turned her into what that, you know, <laughs> 38 year old woman would be because she learned the hard way that, oh, the second you actually tell a man what you want or that you want more, he's done with you because he is buying time. Um, So to me, sometimes I have felt I'm still not dogging it. I'm still not even saying that people shouldn't date older, younger again. Like I'm with somebody nine years older than me. um, But we also met at a different time in our life, like where Again, if you're 20 to 30, it makes a big difference that when you're 30 to 40, you know, um, yep. your contributions to the conversation uh, are uh, much more, they vary and and what you want out of life varies. You're, but sometimes like, I, uh, I totally get it. Like my guy friends, when they want to date younger, I'm like, dude, I totally get it. Just don't bullshit. But like, just don't bullshit the reason about it. Like, don't make it some shitty thing of like, oh, they're hotter when they're younger. I'm like, bitch. Men are hotter when they're younger. Just say you want to buy time. And, and you know, that's fine. Your, your hot take, Natasha, your hot take is on display for everyone to see. If you look at Sandoval and Raquel right now. Wait, who is that? What am I doing right Vanderpump now? Vanderpump rules, Vanderpump rules, Vanderpump oh. rules. Sandoval, Sandoval, you could tell he's been, he's, he's been, he's married and has a house with this woman and he cheated on her with this like younger girl who, when, when the, when you see both the scenes, a lot of your viewers are going to get this, but when you, when you, when you see both the scenes, the other girl is like, looks at him with this, like, you're so smart. And his current wife who is dedicated to him and built a life with him that he's completely betraying is looking at him with like, 
you're full of shit. Like she sees through his shit and the other girl doesn't. And so he is obsessed with someone who doesn't see through his shit. And it's obvious and it's, it's painful. And it always at the end of the day comes down to like an insecurity, right? Like I don't personally, what do you guys think? I don't personally think that there's anything wrong with an age difference. I think people have to just be honest about what is driving that need. Again, when somebody is dating somebody going like, hey, I want to buy time versus I just happen to meet somebody who is younger or older than me, but our values align, our shit, like we want the same shit out of life. Like you could be somebody who is 40 and and truly have the same energy as somebody who is 25 and like feel that. And like, that's cool too. Like nothing wrong with that. But I always feel like it's interesting about like what's driving people. Is it coming out of a place of security or insecurity? Sometimes too, because people are so women, for example, if women are older in the relationship and it's a real relationship and they love each other and they respect each other. If women are older, sometimes they, I find that they have felt a, um, a sort of pressure of like, wait, am I rushing the man now because of a biological clock? So it's like, well, I, I don't want to rush your decisions. I don't want to rush you. I love you. I respect you. But like, I am kind of on a timeline. And so I, I, I want to make sure that you're doing everything the right way. And it's up to that man to man up and either be like, wait a minute. I'm actually not on the same timeline that you are. So I should probably pull out now or I'm willing to be on this timeline journey with you. So let's go. You know what I mean? But a man has to like make a decision and step up in that situation because otherwise it's a lot of pressure on a woman to be like, wait a minute, am I rushing this because of my timeline when I don't want, I, but I do love and respect this person. So it's all communication, communication, but you are right. People are buying time because dudes are like, Oh, I got 10 years with this girl before I need to decide what I need to do because she's 23. And it's absolutely buying time. 100%. 100%. And yeah. then we get like the Leonardo DiCaprio's who just cycle them out every <laughs> like three years or whatever. His <laughs> I think his childhood was stunted. I think his childhood was stunted. It's, it's I think gotta when, be. I think when you're famous at 14, yeah, you get whatever you want at 16 and you are like a billionaire at 20 and, and you literally just have a line of women at every bar you go to at 22 and you have a Malibu mansion at 22. I I don't think that you, I don't, I don't know. I I feel like he's going to keep doing this because that's what, that's like what his brain knows. But also I truly believe that he knows that once a woman hits a certain age, she's going to start thinking about certain things. And And that's why he has clocked this through experience. Like, oop, once they hit 25, they start wanting stuff because they can think for themselves. Like, I think about myself when I was like 20 and 24, when I was in those relationships, I was so easily moldable. You know, I was so open. I thought everybody was trustworthy. I remember these guys fucking chirping in my ears about me and uh, and what what I could do and couldn't do. I left I left acting at the peak of my career in Toronto um, when I was a series regular and shit because uh, you know my boyfriend was like, oh you're too ambitious. You shouldn't be blah 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 doing this. It's either me or the career. And you know you're young. I was 21, so dumb. I was like, no you. And then years later he cheated on me. But. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> um, with somebody like two years younger than me. And I was like already young. I was like, what's happening here? Um, but it's like once you hit a certain age, like for me, it was like 25, 26 when I started having a mind of my own and going like, oh, no, 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 no. Things change at 25. Yeah, Things it's the same thinking. thing, right? Like women mm-hmm. also go through the like, oh, I think I'm hitting that next stage. Uh, I think the fun times are like winding down. Like I should probably start thinking about things a little bit more. Um, and so I'm sure Leonardo DiCaprio is capped. Like he's, he has clocked that. I think I know what's going to change for him. I, this is, I don't, I've never met the guy. I never met the guy. <laughs> this is what I think is going to change for him. I think he needs his Clooney moment. And what I mean yes, by that, like, agreed. I think that like, it is very difficult. And I'm not saying this to, 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 to sort of denigrate any women, but what I'm trying to say is like, it is very difficult for Leonardo DiCaprio to meet somebody on his level only because there are so few people in the world on his financial level, like power level. Right. And 
I think Clooney ran into that too. Clooney kind of had that rep for a while, not with so young, but like how he was dating everybody and all the models and everything. Leo keeps dating models and he keeps dating models and he keeps dating models and he keeps dating models. But I'm like, what happens if he finds somebody like Clooney found a world famous, wealthy ass lawyer who was the, exactly who does not need him, who, who could get any man she wanted, who could do it. So now because you're at an even playing field, George Clooney can finally know that this woman loves me for me. Right. And I think deep down, Leo's always going to, the first fight he ever has with whatever 22 year old model of the week is, gonna be, are you just with me for courtside Laker tickets? You know what I mean? And it's like, maybe, maybe, you know so what I mean? On page six. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. So, he's not looking like he used to look. All right. So that that's running out. But what happens when <laughs> he meets and I hope this happens for him. Good guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the guy. I hope. What, what happens when he meets? I don't know. He's like fucking 50, right? What happens when he meets like a 50-year-old, I don't know, surgeon? Like, you know, brain surgeon who's gorgeous and and loaded. And the equal power to him in her industry. And I think that could switch it. I really I think about Keanu Reeves. Because Keanu Reeves has a his like long term girlfriend is like his age. She's got like white hair, and she's like she's literally his age, and they're amazing together. And he's he seems like such a fucking secure dude. Um, it's it's beautiful. It's like really beautiful to see. As we wrap Leo's, up, episode, Leo's forty eight. Leo's forty eight. Leo's forty eight. But look at Keanu Reeves' girlfriend on your God. Keanu Reeves is fifty eight. Yeah. And his, his girlfriend is like, I think his age or around that. Um, she is, uh, yeah, she's 55. Oh my God. And, uh, and uh, NBC News says, what does Keanu Reeves dating age appropriate mean for Hollywood? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to date age appropriate? Age appropriate. <laughs> And that's the thing. What is age appropriate for people? And why is it so different for men and women, right? Like Hugh Hefner, you know, was 78 when he was dating Kendra Wilkinson, who was 18. And yet he had this reputation, right? Had a reputation of being a ladies' man. But Priyanka Chopra, older than Nick Jonas, and everyone's like, oh my God, no, why would he be with her? What's wrong with her? Why would he be with her? Yeah. That was like a big thing when they first were, were dating and people still talk about it. They're like, oh, Priyanka Chopra is dating this guy 10 years younger than her. Like, what is she doing? I love that. Why would like, I like just look at a picture of Priyanka Chopra and then something like, why would he be with her? I, I don't know why. Why would that happen with her $100 million wealth too? It's very obvious why anyone would be with her. Um, besides knowing yeah. she's a wonderful person. I don't know. Exactly. What is their age difference? 10 years. I don't think that's that big of a deal because he's I like, don't either, right? but you know what I mean? Like that's the, that, that double standard in society, double right? Standard, you see yeah. Hugh, Hugh Hefner um, with somebody 70 or 60 years younger than him. And he's a ladies man, but a woman with somebody 10 years younger and she's like not aging, right. She's fucked up. Like she, you know what I mean? Everybody's like got their whole stories about it. Which Jonas is dating Priyanka? Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Yeah. So, they have a baby together. They just had a baby. I do. I mean, he's 30. He's 30? He's 30. Oh, I thought he was old. And, and Priyanka is 40. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, of course, you yeah. know. You're, you're, My you have a before I do this, come on. What, do you have a dating podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he was 30. Yeah. But like it is fucked up, right? Like like double standards are really fucked up and they they uh, it's hard. I mean, I remember when like I said I got set up and I was dating somebody 6 years younger. Um I really didn't want to mostly for the for the maturity and I was like, "Oh, I you know, I had my fun. I I was already like I wilded out, I did my thing and then I was like, "Man, I think I'm ready for like more of a relationship now." And I remember going on our first date with him and I was like, Hey, because we got set up by friends who are matchmakers. So for him to be with those people, he actively was with them and said that I want to be in a relationship. And I was like, 
I didn't believe it, but I was like, let's go on this date. My friends are like, set it up. I was like, okay, let's go. And so I go and I told him, I was like, hey man, like, don't you think you should just be having fun? Like live your life, like do your thing. Why are you even trying? I was like the one coaching him. I was like, why are you trying to settle down? And he's like, no, no, this is what I want. Like I blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right. I mean, he seemed sincere enough. And he said it a bunch of times, like in the course of the beginning. And then five and a half months later, of course, like just the idea of when, and I wasn't even pushing anything about trying, like, I don't really care about labels and shit like that. But I think I mentioned once is like, um, it was Valentine's Day. And I think I mentioned that, and it just slipped out of my mouth. Truly. It was like, oh, somebody asked like, um, about us. And I said, uh, something, something, my boyfriend or girlfriend, I said that. And then he was like, what, uh, what boyfriend, girlfriend, five and a half months in. Right. But didn't he and also I, introduce you to his parents too? Like, yeah. Yeah. Introduced me to his mom a week before that oh, yeah, and said time. that nobody had ever met his mother before. Right. He, he brought me and you know, like, look, look at this kid thing. Right. It was Valentine's day. He brought his dog coming out with this big balloon, like a I love you balloon kind of thing. And then had a ring pop in a bouquet of red flowers. Why would you have a ring pop? A ring pop. All the, all the candies you could pick. Why would you pick a ring pop? You thought about that ring pop. Right? And so, and I was like, what's happening? Like, we're not even like official. Um, and then that day we ended up breaking up because I said that word. I was like telling him a story and I said, it was oh, wild. <laughs> and he's like, what? And then I was like, Oh, I mean, are you seeing somebody else? And he's like, no. And then I'm like, okay. So like, okay, we don't need that. But like, what's the problem? <laughs> and he was like, what if, like, this is what ended our relationship with six years younger than me. He was like, what if I want to go for lunch with somebody else? Like, like with, with another female friend. And I said, so <laughs> go for lunch. <laughs> somebody else. And then he's like, but... Like what? It, and I'm like, it, you know what that lunch is about. If it's another date, then that's a right. different problem. <laughs> right. I go for lunch with a female friend. Like I go for lunches and dinners and drinks with my guy friends. Like gives a fuck. What are you talking about? What's happening? And and then it just turned into like, well, well what if what if I want an open relationship? I'm like, do you? And then it's like, no, but what if? And I said, all right, well, if we're having all these hypotheticals, then maybe you're just not like, you know, ready for this. And it's totally fine. And then he was like, no, 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 but I want this. But I'm just saying, what if? And I'm like, well, I I can't really like bank on what ifs right now. So just be fun. Like, I was like, have fun, like live your life. I was like, I kind of told you this five months ago, but like, just go off and do it now. I want to do like a men's translation podcast. He was, he was, he did want that. He wanted you, but he wasn't sure he had done enough in his life yet to satisfy that other thing before he was ready to dive in, but he was too much of a coward to say that. And that's what I was trying to say on date one, which is go live your life. The reason I can do this now is because I literally got it out of my system. I fucked everything. Like, <laughs> I, I like, I don't, I like at this point, your no dick is going to surprise me or be like, whoa, this is so fucking great. Like now <laughs> it was only like, I got to that point that only truly like love made me feel like sex was more enjoyable. Like, I, and I only had that from being in a, another relationship before that I was like, oh, I actually love this person. Like sex feels good, <laughs> you know? Not like it didn't feel bad. Just like, I didn't care. It was like sex. It was like, whatever. So I had already gotten to that place. And I think sometimes like that, that's the only part of the age difference that I think people should, you know, consider is like, where are you in your life? Did you, did you have your fun? Did you live, did you live? Are you ready to be wherever you guys are at the same time? You know, like, because a lot of people ask you, and this is the long-winded comeback to what my friend's original question was to me was, does age matter? And I'm curious, what do you think? So does age matter? And what part of age does matter? What part of that equation actually matters? I think it's kind of what you were talking about. It's experience. Yes, experience. So like 
yes and no, because obviously with age comes experience, but you could also be a young person who just has a lot of experience due to your own life circumstance. So I, I think that that is really more what's more important. Um, but again, you can make some assumptions based on somebody's age, what their experience is. You know. I think does age matter is like part of the question, but it's not the whole question. Cause I, I agree. It's, it's the experience. Right. And that's like, how does, how do you feel? Like, how does it feel if, and I think that experience definitely matters. like life experience matters. You know, my my current fiance did the same thing you did, Natasha. Like after day one, she tried to break it off with me. And she said, I would be honored to be your friend. Said, <laughs> honored to be my friend. Honored. She said, it was, it was it was that concern. She was like, listen, like, I'm a little older, like you're a little younger. You should do your thing. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I said, I, I don't want to be your friend. So, you know, um, I, I I said, I said, I really want you to call me, but I'm not going to call you. I, I want you to call me because I want this to continue. And, but I don't want to be your friend. So I want to pursue it in this way. That's the direction I want to go. So if you're down for that, like, please call me, please call me. I hope you call me. Um, gave her a couple of days and she called. Um, but, but it's like, I think it's experience. I, I think it's about experience. And if there's a five year difference, but you feel like there's, you know, you're on the same page in life and you want the same things, I think go for it. Who cares if Priyanka is 10 years older than whatever Jonas? I also think like your values matter, right? Like let's say Priyanka and Nick, both of them, you know, they often talk about it a lot when it comes to values, like family mattered a lot to them. Um, and both of them were very, very close to their families. Like that's something that ties people together, how they, what their life goals are. You know, I do think it's important to to talk about that in the beginning, like, you know, especially for women, wh whatever age they are, like, are you guys on the same page about what you might want in life down the line? It doesn't have to be right now. It could be 10 years from now, but like, is there a plan to live in the same city? Do you want to, um, uh, you know, move away and retire in a different country that you're like, it's a non-negotiable for you? Or do you want kids? Do you want um, a house one day? Like, you know, all those like life goals, I think matter. And you can align in that and be, again, 25 with a 35-year-old. Um, or it could be somebody of the same age, but it's like those those values, the life goals and when to get there, you know, do those align. And at the core of every relationship, it's really like, can you communicate? Um, how can you communicate, right? Because that often happens like in age um, or a lot of age differences is like when you're younger, a lot of times you haven't learned the tools, how to communicate properly. Um, not always. Sometimes there are older people who are stuck in older ways of, of, uh, or negative ways of communicating, but like, can you communicate whatever it is that you want? Um, that I think is, is what it really comes down to outside of a specific age. I think the best thing I did for my current relationship before I even met this woman was that I had done a ton of stuff in my twenties because I think I have, I know some men who are in relationships. And one of the things they struggle with is they keep, they have this thing in the back of their head of like, what would it have liked to have done this thing? What would it have been like to have done that thing? Whether it's a sexual thing or an experience thing or a dating thing, like, Oh, I wonder what it was like to have done this sexual experience or that sexual experience. And now you're in a monogamous relationship and you start growing resentment because it's like, damn, like I didn't get a chance to do that. I didn't get a chance to do that. I didn't. And you keep thinking about it. But like you said, I did it. So now I can be in this relationship and be like, I'm good. I've seen it. I've done it. I know what that is. Cool. This is what I want, you know? Yeah. yeah, it makes a big difference. Um, my boyfriend and I talk about that all the time too. Like we met and, and it works because both of us had had our fun. Like, and neither of us is resentful to the other about it. I'm like, he's a good looking guy. Like he had his fun and that's great. But like, because he did, it's like, we both know that like we're good. And, and, and then our values matched and all those other things, but it was never coming out of a place of like, 
I need to, you know, get something out of my system or like I need to be with somebody younger. Or I need to be with somebody older to take care of me or something. It was just coming from a place of like, yeah, we did our thing. We're both very independent, but like everything else aligned, you know, and then you can make it work. This was a great conversation. Uh, Bezad, I so appreciate you. You're so fun and like so open. So I'm excited for, for having me. Yeah, this next episode with you. But um, you're not totally done yet because we do something called six questions. So um, it's like our version of like a, a rapid fire. Um, you can't, don't think about it too much. It's just our dating version. Um, James Lipton's kind of, you know. Oh, you wow. Know. I've always wanted to be on Inside the Actress Studio. <laughs> yeah. What was uh, it? If you, if, if. If if heaven exists and you <laughs> arrive at the pearly gates and God asks you, what is he? Uh, uh, well, uh, what was the first thing God would say? What was the first thing God would say to you at the pearly gates or something like that? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh yeah. What is the thing you want God to say to yeah. you at the pearly gates? Oh, wow. Yeah. What, was, what would have been your answer? Oh you my know. God. I don't know. I have to think. I have to think about it. My, I my thought about it. I was like, I know all my answers to that. Oh, I know. I know the answer. What would I? Okay, so if, if heaven exists and I am dead and I go up to the pearly gates, what was the first thing I want God to say to me? I'm proud of you. Nice, nice. All right, that wasn't your rapid fire. Though. I was like, no, because we're we're about to turn that real okay. quick. Um, okay. Yeah, God won't be proud of me anymore. Beza <laughs> Dabu, uh, are you ready for your six questions? I am. All right, here we go. Uh, what is the first thing? you would have noticed about a potential partner? Smile. Uh, What is one deal breaker? All right, I'm gonna get shit for this. Literally politics. Politics, deal breaker. Because that's, people like, oh, it's just politics. Like, I know the other side will be like, well, you wouldn't date somebody because of politics. Like, yeah, because that's how you feel about humans, yo. It's like, literally like how you feel about people. So like, yeah, if you disagree with me politically, that means you literally look at human beings a completely different way. So politics, like deal breaker. You could be hot, gorgeous, rich, beautiful, supportive, the best cook in the world. But if you're political different, it doesn't matter. Like, like done. That's a deal breaker. Completely fair. Conversely, what turns you on? Ooh. <laughs> uh, everything I just said. Uh, no. Um, um what turns me on um, an ability to like laugh, like, like meaning like an ease about having fun, like an ability to laugh, like a, a sort of like a tinge of naughtiness. Do you know what I mean? Like, like being able to like say something under the table at an event and laugh about it or the ability to like, cause I guess like what turns me off is when you're in a situation like that and someone's like, stop it, stop it. I'm like, ew, stop being so square. Like let's, like, like I love a, a, a sense of mischief. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Uh, what are one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? Um, one of my strengths in relationship is I'm one of those men who does not shy away from conversation. I love to talk. I love to communicate. I love to talk about how I'm feeling. I love to talk about how you're feeling, how I feel about how you feel, how you feel, how I feel. Um, I love to talk about that. I think that might also be my weakness. Um, I, to think, be. I think that might also be my weakness because it's like, I think sometimes the response is like, would you shut the fuck up? You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, um, I'm also very stubborn. I'm also very stubborn. Yeah, also- we all have our things. We all have our things. I'm stubborn because I really, really, really think about things before I do them or say them. And I like really quickly like scan all options. So when I've like chosen on something, I'm like, nope, I, I did the work. It's that. <laughs> stubborn. Yeah. Uh, what is love? Attention. Mm. Love is attention because the only thing we have in our life really truly at the core of it is time. And what we give our time to. If I give a lot of time to one thing, I love that thing. If I give a lot of my time to my job, I love my job. If I give a lot of time to my car, I love my car. Um, I don't give a fuck about cars. I don't love my car. So I don't give it a lot of time or attention. Um, But I do... If I give you a lot of time and a lot of attention, I love you. I like that. Really good way to put it. Besides, I love you. What three words, only three words, would you have your partner tell you? 
I respect you. Nice. Uh, well, Bezad, we respect you. Um, and we appreciate you. And, and thank you for being on the podcast today. This is so fun. You're here for one more quick episode. Um, in the meantime, how can everyone find you, your work, all your stuff, your socials? All my socials are the same. It's at Bezad Dabu. That's B-E-H-Z-A-D-D-A-B-U. That's on Instagram and Twitter, formerly verified on Twitter before uh, ah. Elon Musk. Did it. So now there's a few Bezad Dabus, but you'll find it. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, well, guys, all of his uh, socials will be in the show notes of this episode. So please make sure you follow him. Thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, and guys, we're also on social media. We're at Kind of Dating across the board. I'm at Natasha Chundale on Instagram and Facebook, Natasha.Chundale on TikTok. And I am at Aisha Says Dance everywhere. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Hey, remember, if you like something you heard, screenshot the episode and tag us on social media. You know, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Kind of Dating is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host. Adam Pineless and Karina Uribe are producers. Our opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.